Welcome back to another episode of the Podcrastinators. We've got a special one for you today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cameron and I are actually gone this week, so we decided to pull from the Podcrastinators vault an old episode that we didn't want to just let sit and gather dust. Yep. Um, didn't want to let it die. Yeah. It was good enough to see the light of day. <laughs> it was good enough to see the light of day. Exactly. And uh, we played through The Last of Us 2 when it initially came out. Um, and we went through the story thoroughly and talked about the game. Um, and we just are cracking jokes and having a good time. So we hope you enjoy. Yeah, we thought it'd be timely to release it right now with uh, the show coming out. And yeah, no better time to release it yeah, than now. That as well. And be on the lookout for our talk about the full season of the show, the first season yes. coming out here soon. Yes, we will be covering the first season. So yeah anyways we hope you enjoy yay (laughs) (laughs) also spoilers for the first two games which means that there will probably be spoilers for the first season of the show if you are not caught up so there's that too yeah i know like the entire time i was playing last of us because i played the first game right into the second game i played them both back to back so it was I think it, it it was like 25 hours of gameplay or something that I did over the course of five days. And All I just, in the name I, of the podcast. I was I felt so productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, the I, yeah, we, we could start there. So, um, you played through the games. I I don't know how many times you've played, played through the first game. Um, like like everybody else in the world, I, I fucking love that game. I think I've played through it like five or six times. Mm -hmm. This was my second time playing through it. I played through it when it first came out, and then I just got the remaster um, for my PS4 and played through it there. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah, I I was was a fanatic about the game after the first time I played it. And then I played The Last of Us 2, like the day day that it came out, Um, beat it like maybe a couple days after. And yeah, I guess... uh, if, if I'm correct, you said that you were a fan of it, so I'm curious. Yeah, I do. I actually liked it. I liked it a lot. It definitely has its issues, and I can definitely see where people have major criticisms against the game, but overall, was I had a great time playing it. My mission for this podcast is to get you to change your mind. Really? <laughs> the, my, my mission for this podcast was to get you to change your mind. Okay, okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see if any of us are successful. I think finally we we disagree on a topic for once. Yeah, we're yeah that's that's true. We're typically well. I actually I actually liked the game too um, when I first beat it, but then like I kind of sat on it for a bit, and then I just kind of thought about it more and more, and then I just realized that I think for me at least I think I liked it at first because I was like blinded by like my nostalgia from the first game. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't have the same nostalgia for the first game that you do because I I just only played it the one time when it came out in 2013 and um, yeah like I, I'm not as close with the first game as it sounds like you are so maybe that has something to do with my experience with this game as well that could yeah okay so I, I guess I'll, I'll I'll start out by saying um, I, I the only problem I have with this with this game is its narrative. 
and we'll we'll talk about that a bit more. I think I think it would be smart for us to go through just the story like beat through beat because it is I think such that's a, a good idea. It's a yeah. very story-based game. Well, we we could talk about the gameplay first because that's a bit more um Yeah, I was I was going to say we general. we could talk about the other stuff first. Mm-hmm. Um just cuz the narrative is where the bulk of the conversation is going to be. I like as I've said the narrative is really the only part of the game that I don't like and it's it's funny because like I think in all other fat like every single other thing about this game is done so unbelievably well. Yes, like the graphics, the graphics are incredible. Mm-hmm. The acting, the the mocapping, mm-hmm. like even like the tears when they're going down characters' faces, you're like, damn, that looks like real. Yeah, and I I feel like when video games get detailed when it comes to the facial expressions, at least you can wind up in some uncanny valley territory and. Blast of Us doesn't do that. It it looks very good. It does. It really does. The only, it's it's kind of a bit of a. I don't know. I, I don't, the like presentation, the cost of like how good it looks though has been argued about a lot. Um, because you Naughty think they Dog, put too no, much no, into how it looks. No, not not that. Naughty Dog is very. Um, uh, excuse me. According to a lot of like journalists and a lot of insider like information from the company, they are like it, obviously you could tell that they are very like focused on being very detail oriented. Like, like even when you upgrade a gun, there's like all these super fancy animations that look really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really just like breaks the backs of a lot of the programmers, and they expect this quality of like perfection and things and. It's done in a lot of crunch time, so there's a bit of a controversy when it comes to that. When it does look fantastic, like don't get me wrong, it's definitely one of the most beautiful games on the PS4. But I don't know, for me at least, that's all it is. And for like, it's just like it it lacks passion. Like it seems more of like a forced labor type deal, if anything. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Hmm um but yeah it looks fantastic and the Uh, gameplay is awesome the gameplay is so much fun the stealth and the gunplay is i agree i agree i thought the uh like the way you move through like buildings and stuff like how you push a to like crawl through cracks and stuff it really like helped build the world feel more Mm -hmm. like an like an apocalypse which i thought was really good yeah, uh, also, because I, I didn't realize that you couldn't go prone in the first game. Just, like, the ability to go prone adds so much you can do with um, how you deal with a stealth scenario. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I enjoyed the gameplay quite a bit. That was my favorite part of the game. Um, there, a, lot of, a lot of people actually... I do agree with this uh, criticism, but... Uh, that like the gameplay didn't evolve too much past the first one like in reality they like they only did uh giving yourself the prone the grass and Um, there's like like, the l1 dodging mechanics in the fight that yeah that that actually was huge um Mm -hmm. but other than that like it's just kind of like it didn't evolve too much the dodging was huge the dodging did a lot i think uh-huh. It's, again, it's a, it's a criticism I can see. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. Um, yeah, no, I don't agree with it. I think it's a 
situation where like it's not broken they don't really need to do an overhaul on the gameplay they can just add stuff yeah yeah true i mean and also if we're speaking of that think about how many sequels of other games are have even done less in terms of gameplay so right like the first thing that popped into my head was the arkham games the combat the combat in that is all the same yeah until they added the car and until you get the batmobile (laughs) car car is useless (laughs) um oh i wanted to talk about the song that ellie like you you know the did you did you look up the song that she plays no i didn't know it was like a legit song yeah the yeah so it's it's done by pearl jam it's called future days um yeah i actually actually learned how to play like half of it i'm not very good at it though that's awesome well there's a there's a part in the beginning when you're exploring through Seattle and you in that like semi open world it's, part. It's and there's the, the record store. Is it's it off that, that album? album? Yep, it's off that album. Oh yeah, nice. It's, it's I'll have called to check it out. Electric? I feel like that's might be way off. But yeah, but you you're completely right. There is a album of Pearl Jam and one of the music stores, and it's from that album. And you know what's even cooler about it? Um the year that that album came out was the it's 2013. Year, yeah, which is the year uh-huh. that the whole apocalypse happened in this world. I, I I did have to look it up because I remember seeing that in the music store in the game, and there's a the poster is like coming soon, and I was like, I bet this album came out at the end of 2013, and it came <laughs> out in like November 2013. I wonder Hell if yeah. Neil Druckmann is a giant Pearl Jam fan. Yeah, I wonder too. Neil, all right, I do have to say, Neil Druckmann has been a big pussy boy about this whole criticisms. I really have lost, like, he did great. He did a fucking fantastic job with the first game. I think he shit the bed on this game, but, like, the way that him and, like, I don't know if you followed any of this, him and Troy Baker and a lot of other people who worked on the team is responding to criticisms is just kind of ridiculous. Like, just... Not the way that you should react. Like, even if people don't like it, like, people are retarded. Like, there are people, like, giving death threats to the people who played Abby and stuff. And that's not cool. But, like, yeah, you can't, I, like, I think once you start going after the actors, it's a yeah. little uh, problematic. But also yeah. just, like, once you, like, go into death threats when yeah. you're, that's a little a little much. What What is, a, how is how are they responding to the, the criticism? Oh, there's, there's, there's a lot. Neil, it's it's really just like them being really petty against reviewers and stuff like that. I think um, there was one thing that like this. Uh, the only that there's a ton of stuff that you can look up on this. I guarantee you, if anybody who's listening, if you go on YouTube and just look up Neil Druckmann Last of Us Two, you'll find a ton of great videos um, talking about it. The only one I can think of is. One uh, person who critiqued the game, he didn't even really say anything about it. He just said that the game was too long. <laughs> and then Troy Baker like sent him like some like Theodore Roosevelt quote or something, and then like kind of like went off on him. And I was like, all I he's like all I said was the game was long, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like my 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 deal is like I didn't like the story, but and it although it, like it sucks. Like in my personal thing i really just it really i really wish the game was better 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like definitely... it's, it's it's not my story, so like I'm not gonna right. like it's his story at the end of the day. There are some I'll talk about what I did and not did and not mm-hmm. did and did not like as uh, we move on to the story. But yeah, there's there's two more things I want to mention before we start talking about the story. Um, did you know that when the game came out and they were sending it to outlets to review it, they weren't allowed to mention that the second half you play as Abby. Like they wanted it to be a secret. How, how do you not just, inc- how can you be like, yeah, don't, don't talk about half of our game in this review. Well, the reason I see, I see both. There's that and, and there's also a thing where like with the marketing, um, they show scenes and trailers where Joel and Ellie are together, like in the game, mm-hmm. but they made it so Joel looks younger. So like oh, they really? they did For like some deceptive marketing. Yeah, so like I I see both sides cuz it's like yes, it's good that like I understand why they did that and I also understand why people would be angry about that cuz they mm-hmm. like had they really put like this preconceived notion of such a big game in their heads and then totally flipped it on their heads, but Yeah, I Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. It it made me think of uh Metal Gear Solid 2 when you Kojima pulls the rug over everybody where you end up playing as Raiden the whole time. Yeah, but the difference between that for me is Raiden's badass and Abby yeah, fucking we're... blows cock. <laughs> 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 and the second thing that I wanted to say was I think that they took a lot of risks on this game that they shouldn't have. Like maybe down the line in the franchise. Like maybe make this game more focused on the relationship between Ellie and Joel. Because that's what everybody wanted, you know? Yeah. To see the consequences of Joel's uh decision from the last game by killing everybody in that hospital. Like give us this Give us that for the second game and then take these big narrative risks where you're trying to tell this story about revenge. Like, I I, I just don't, I think it was a, obviously when you take a risk, it's not always going to turn out well, Mm -hmm. but maybe, maybe wait till you're a little bit farther in the franchise before you take a big risk like this. I thought, I personally really liked the angle that they went with the revenge story. Um, I'll tell you why I don't think it worked well. Um, as we go through the story, like I think, yeah, I think it was a good way to set up the story, and I was really about it. But then just everything else, and you know, I do it. I what you said about like uh, maybe focusing on something else though. After the first game came out, they were actually like all the statements that came out afterwards was that if they were ever to return to the Last of Us universe, um, they would have focused on a totally different story away from Joel and Ellie. And I really wish they did that. I really wish they kept that, uh, like thought or whatever, what have you mm-hmm. plan, uh, plan, I did guess. You, did you see they're making an HBO show? Uh, I, I don't know why. Yeah. I, th- I don't know. I think Neil Druckmann is writing it. So we'll see how that goes. That's dumb. Well, okay. Uh, the first one was apparently written in like since Neil Druckmann was in like college. I think I mentioned this in a prior podcast mm-hmm. and like he took like eight years writing it before it seen like the actual light of day in the first game. Um, I don't know. I just don't agree with what he did. All right. Let's get into the story. Let's, let's get, get into, into the, the story. Oh, good. All right. 
Uh, where where do you want to begin? I guess. I guess we'll um, just start off right, like literally right at the beginning. So just fucking. All right. Actually, yeah. I'll I'll I'll, I'll start. It. So the first thing you see is Joel, and he's polishing mm-hmm. off a guitar that get that he gives to Ellie. And that was one thing that when I played through it the second time, I realized that I really didn't like. That's the only time you ever get to play as Joel throughout the That's entire game. At the very game. beginning, yeah. And you don't even like play as him. You play as like you're essentially playing the horse that he's riding. Yeah, you just ride the horse. It's it's basically their um it's like showing you their graphical achievements, basically. They're kind of showing off, I think, at the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. That's lame. I wish you get to play as uh like I'm glad we played as Ellie. The story definitely should have switched to Ellie. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would rather have had more segments with Joel than Abby. Yeah, I agree. But I I do like Abby. I it sounds like you don't like Abby very much. I think Abby's kind of cool. I think she's kind of badass. I think Abby is one of the like m- most poorly written characters. <laughs> I think she's kind of sick. She's huge. <laughs> she's she's yeah, there's massive. That, there's that too. I don't really... Uh, there's been a lot of argument with that. Do you think that's realistic to have to be that huge in the apocalypse? Um, maybe. Didn't they base her off of like a CrossFit person? They did, ba- they did base her off of a real person, but that's also in our world. That's true. That so like I'm I'm not saying it's not realistic. I think those arguments are dumb. But what I'm saying is like that is a nitpicky dumb argument. Yeah, it's a nitpicky dumb argument, but I don't know, she's just so f- and people say that I don't people say that like the male characters in the game are that big. I don't really know. Cuz they don't You like, never really see them with Yeah, you, you like don't really see the, yeah, tank top like fucking You never see their arms. They're, she's huge though, man. Like she's when, she she has to be having like I, I I don't work out that much but you you do it a lot. How many calories do you have in like a day to keep like how many uh, times like do you work 3, out? Three thousand, three thousand. I just started counting my calories actually. Three thousand calories. Do you think you could manage three thousand calories with a strict workout routine in the apocalypse? No, I I usually don't even get it every day here. <laughs> but anyways, I don't want to focus on that. Well, I'll, wait, like, that, f- well, fucking uh, whatever. <laughs> like uh, at. at Right, I just want to say, right when you start playing as Abby and when you go through her little camp, um, there's a part where you see the their like workout area, like the weight room, because they're in the yeah, they're in the, the they're in the gym the, or the, the football. fucking football. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, they they have all of their their weight maxes on the wall, and Abby has the max bench at two oh five. That's pretty impressive. Wait, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I was, I saw uh, that they had all the, the their max outs on the wall, and I was like, "How can they not put Abby up here?" And she's got the max bench at two hundred five. That's funny. I never, I didn't notice that. My max bench is two twenty five, so that that's pretty impressive that she's at two hundred five. She's a she's a strong girl. Oh yeah, I like how she just she's punches. Cool. She just fucking punches all the infected with no regard for getting bit or like chipping her <laughs> her knuckles on their teeth or something. That's why she's sick. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> um, but yeah, as we were saying during that time, I I actually like that Joel told Tommy. I really, 
I thought I liked Tommy's character. I think everybody in this game just gets fucked over for no reason. Like for no <laughs> like just um but I think I think Tommy's reaction to Joel telling him that he uh, saved El or saves quote unquote Ellie uh felt like good character development kind of yeah. even, even though we like barely see Tommy like He's as yeah, important as he is in the him. first one as he is. Actually, he's probably more important in the first one than he is in this one. Mm, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I, I bet it's about the same. But yeah, he's he's not very integral to the plot. To the plot. Yeah. Well, at least well in the first one, he at least has like a settlement that's like big and how you have to get there. And he's also mm-hmm. uh, linked to the fireflies. Yeah. So like you get information from him. In this game, he's just kind of like. I'm angry, I'm going off, and then that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but yeah, so, so then after you that, start sorry, Yeah, you start playing as Ellie. Well, that was I, oh, I want to talk about Joel goes to Ellie. Yeah, Joel goes to Ellie and plays Future Days, which I think is such a good song that describes their relationship. I think that is one part of the game that they did so well. Like every time I hear that song, I get emotional and I'm like, oh shit, dude. Like I know. <laughs> um but yeah, then you start playing as Ellie if you if you want to take it from here for a little bit. Yeah, so you start playing as Ellie and you like wake up that next morning and they're to Jesse. Uh, her Jess- and Jesse go on yeah. patrol. And but the, the the part that I thought was weird was that the scene of them kissing, uh, where they like get into the fight. I, I know that they they play that later, but I w- like I think that that would have honestly been a good thing to just have at the beginning, like the Dina Ellie kiss instead of at the beginning. Cause my original thought was like, cause I'd seen it before in the, it was the E3 2018 gameplay trailer. And I was like, did they just assume? Cause obviously the first time playing it, you don't know that that's at the end. Mm -hmm. And I was like, did they just assume that everyone has seen the trailer and they're just not going to show this scene where they kiss? Like, I feel like it's just out of place at the end. I have two problems with that. Um, the first one, which is a bigger critique, they the pacing in the story is so fucking bad. They oh, the jump, pacing is awful. The pacing is really from bad. So many different timelines, like all the time. Like there's like, like flashbacks li- within flashbacks. Yeah, flashbacks within flashbacks. You get to like a climax of Ellie's story, then you switch to the very beginning and go to Abby, who you already fucking hate for all the bad things she's done, and she's about to what you assume like kill Ellie, and you're like, so I have to play through fucking ten hours of this just to figure out what happens. I literally backtrack te- 10 hours and then yeah this with um <laughs> literally putting the beginning of the game at the end of the game yeah which is just like what like what that's just dumb it's just so dumb uh-huh. and then and then oh my god all the flashbacks with abby drove me insane i hated them so much they're like the <laughs> all right we'll get to that but anyways yeah, we'll get there i i also find it really weird because when you meet up with jesse you find out that like Jesse knows about Ellie and Dina. And then you also learn that Jesse used to date Dina. Mm-hmm. And then you also learn that <laughs> they broke up a day before Ellie and Dina kissed, and Jesse just doesn't care. He's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. You guys yeah, can like, do what you want. Like, that just doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, yeah, es- I especially, like be... especially since, like, you find out that he gets her pregnant later. Like, he he doesn't give a shit about it. Like, you think no, that just he doesn't, doesn't make care. any sense. And then he walks in on them right after they hook up, too, later. 
Yeah. In this scene. And when he's Ellie fine. and Dina go on patrol. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Let's go look for Tommy and Joel. So Jesse's a retarded character. Dina is <laughs> fucking useless, man. Dina has no point to the whole story. The whole story I could have been done care about Dina. without Dina. Like, I, I am all for Ellie being lesbian and stuff. Like, you played the... Um, the left the, behind the left DLC. behind dlc of uh of the Ellie first and Riley. one yeah mm-hmm. and that, that relationship actually was like oh that that felt good that felt like integral to ellie's growth as a character but dina mm-hmm. was just felt like she was there to be like just to be like a plot device like and why yeah. did she go out when she was pregnant dude what kind of fucking moron like <laughs> It's so I have no idea. stupid. And then the same thing happens in Abby's story when like the eight, like seven month pregnant lady goes out on patrol with them and you're like, you're about to fucking bust out and have a baby and you're getting shot at <laughs> by fucking scars and almost eaten alive. What the hell are you doing? I thought that Dina's pregnancy also wasn't set up very well because there's like you see her throw up like two times or whatever, but you really figure out that she's I, I noticed this plane that the second time, but you really notice that she's pregnant if you read Ellie's journal entries. I think it's dumb that you gotta read the the journal entries to find out also what's happening in the story. But the journal I, entries I were that, a cool touch. I thought they were a cool touch too. I thought that was really I was that's that's good that you touched on that, just so we never have to go back to it. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I did like the journal things. Any like I'm I'm not typically one who like goes in the menu and reads uh destiny learning all the lore yeah but i felt like that was like a quick and easy way to was like integrated into the world especially like when you walked up on things and she would sketch something in her book and you're like oh i wonder what she sketched and you'd open it up and yeah it is interesting it gives you a good like look into what ellie's thinking yeah but I, i don't know if like plot points like dina being pregnant should have been like it should have been fleshed out more than just in the journal mm-hmm. um so yeah from there you walk around the fucking town and you, you learn blah, the blah, controls blah. and then it switches switches again. to abby abruptly so, abruptly they fucking go back and forth so much it's so annoying um and then you find out that uh what the hell owen that's his name Mm-hmm. His, the girl he got he got pregnant because Abby likes him and I understand that they are trying to do uh, like parallel Abby and Ellie through like all these similarities uh-huh. like you know I, both, it, both characters walking through their settlements both characters finding out a pregnancy um, but it's just so lazy it's like why? why are you trying to make me connect with a character that like the whole point of the story, so I, obviously if you've played, like anybody who's watching it played the game, Abby kills Joel. The whole point mm-hmm. of the story, the whole thing that put like the catalyst, the catalyst of everything is Ellie wanting revenge. And then they backstep on that whole story, that whole like angle that they're going for. So like at the end, you're like, oh, maybe violence isn't evil. And you're like, oh, oh it's uh oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we uh Abby kills Joel. What did you think about the the first time you see it through Ellie's perspective? 
It's what, what it, was your like initial reaction? Well, it's still like it, I'll fuck like even the second time I played it, it was like hard to go through. All right, did you, mm-hmm. did, did you know the the main? Do you know about the main critique that a lot of people have been talking about that? Mm, what's that up? That scene. So obviously Joel and Tommy are like legends in the fucking Last of Us world. They're like survival warriors, like the best of the best. Yeah. Um. Isn't it kind of retarded that they give them their names the minute they meet them when they know like they have done, they have been in situations like this a lot in the first game. Like we've seen situations like this a lot and they never give them their names. It's just like mm. simple stuff like that. Do they? I feel like when they, they when do. they run into Hem- Henry and Sam in the first game, they're like, oh, I'm uh, this is Ellie and Joel. Don't they introduce themselves to Sam and Henry? Yeah, but it's, I don't know. It's just, it just different like maybe maybe they thought that they were like helping out and at that point in their lives they're not doing all this evil stuff so maybe they thought that they were like oh like this is somebody some yeah, girl we just were, helped save they and- were they were gonna kill each other until they learned that they had children with them so that's different too and it's also a group that they don't know right next to their settlement true i guess you would just have to assume that everyone was evil everybody's trying to steal something from yeah. you or and, then, and then in the world resources and the world they portray in this one too like everybody is fucking cruel so like mm-hmm. it just i i do i think it's stupid that they introduce themselves like that um i the only reason i bring up that critique is because that's the only way that abby would have known that well, who it was they they say each other's names actually before that when they're getting chased yeah, yeah, they they they're like I'm Tommy and this is my brother Joel and you can see it in her face. Yeah, even even if they don't have that. Yeah, or when they're like blocking the door and he's like, "Tommy, like what the fuck are you doing? We got to get out of here." Of course you would find out, but like just that whole part that I just described is just bad writing. Like they didn't need that. Like I I wrote it in uh I, I just for everybody uh listening i wrote the whole ass fucking script on this for our youtube channel but it, it is yet to see the uh the light of day so i'm i'm using it as reference for this but mm-hmm. um literally like that scene could have been just made better if they walked in and abby like everything was the same except they didn't introduce themselves and abby just shotguns joel's leg off and then they're like what the hell are you doing abby and then she's like, this is Joel. And everybody's like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, but I I don't know if that's that big of a criticism for me. Yeah. And also, just this is a bit further along the line. When she saves those two people. Um, <laughs> the, the scars. Yeah, the thing that she tells them. <laughs> they're like, why did you come back and save us? And she goes, I, I cannot... It's like something along the lines of um, I have to help people who like saved me or whatever. And then you start thinking and you're like, hold on a second. Didn't someone else save your life? (laughs) And all right, this is also another thing. All right, I completely skipped over this. Ellie or fucking Abby ran off like a little bitch. So everybody went, um, her whole group went with her to go track down Joel. And in the world of The Last of Us, that is so dangerous like that is a needless risk for all of them they're just doing it to support her right and then she just leaves Mm -hmm. 
and then she almost dies. Like, imagine if you went with all, like, your boys to go, like, in this same scenario, and then the main person that you came there with, the main person who wants their revenge the most, just leaves and gets eaten alive by infected. (laughs) Imagine if she didn't get saved by... Tommy and Joel, she just got killed. Exactly. <laughs> out exactly. There. It's oh, it's so stupid, man. <laughs> I didn't even think about she, that. She like it's just such a like are you kidding me? Like you just put your whole fucking group at risk. Ugh. <laughs> and then you and then you watch there's a, the set, the weed sex scene with Ellie and Dina which was just not necessary. Weird. Yeah. Not yeah, and, not and for anybody watching, no, I don't care. None, of, we both don't care that she's they're lesbian. It's just it just wasn't necessary. Unnecessary for the plot. And also think about this: they literally had a lesbo sex scene right before Joel got clubbed to death. <laughs> like, come on. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. shit! I have to like scroll down in my notes because I kind of went off on a tangent. <laughs> okay i i love that you're i can tell you're so passionate about this game i think it's awesome yeah i'm passionate about it in a sad way (laughs) yeah so then abby or no ellie and dina decide to go track down abby and her crew to get revenge which tommy has already left which makes sense Mm -hmm, because it's tommy yeah tommy yeah it doesn't make sense that dina went at all yeah, I, I still I don't could, understand that. I could see it where she's like, oh, like I want to go with you and make sure you're safe, Ellie. But then she just, uh, in the end, it doesn't end up ending up matter. Because they, they could have done, well, also, I feel like if, if you read Ellie's journal, it seems like there's a bunch of stuff that happened that was way better than the actual plot from like them going mm-hmm. from Jackson to Seattle. Like if you read her journal, there's, like she talks about getting jumped by hunters and killing a bloater, I think. Yeah. Maybe that's not it it probably wouldn't be necessary, but it's it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then you go into this like semi open world section, which I, I thought was awesome. I really liked exploring yeah. all of that, but it does it the pacing does slam to a grinding halt right there but i wish that there would have been more of that like open world type of exploring throughout the game i think they did that in one of the uncharted games i've never actually played any of the uncharted games they i i tried going. me neither this makes me want to go play yeah i don't know i tried uncharted. getting into it but i just i don't know there's a trillion games out there it's hard to play everything Mm-hmm. Well, so one of the one of the main criticisms that I had was just like the level design. Like I wish that the entire game, I know it's a huge game, but I wish that the the entire game could have been more like this beginning Seattle section where you're kind of exploring your like you are pretty free to go explore their mm-hmm. ruins and uh figure out stuff. I I feel like the level design where there's just like a very linear path it is very much like a 2013 game. And I think it works for the first one as a game that came out in 2013, but I don't know if it holds up as a game now, you know? Because I feel like eventually when you're exploring each little area, you're eventually just going to randomly find where you need to go just because there's only one place to go. I I wish there was just a bit more open world exploration parts because I feel like, yeah, that's... 
we're kind of past the point in games where we're like very we're looking at linear level design like that i did think it was there were there were a lot i I would say like linear in the sense that i i i see your point but i I don't think they're too linear like obviously it was a start it was it was a lot less like explorative but you can go about like different areas through a myriad of other things i would actually have to i would actually say that the level design um was done really well the I okay the level design is good but I think just like the level progression okay. actually is what I should say the level progression is what I didn't like because what, what I don't what I didn't like was when you would get to a new area you would get cut off from going to yeah, the area you were I, last yeah yeah I see that so like if there was something that I didn't get to like explore then I can't go back to that like the my example of this is uh snake eater like you can basically go anywhere in that game like you can you can literally go back yeah, to the beginning like, of I, the game <laughs> uh-huh, you can go point. all the way back to the beginning of the game which that's just kind of what i would have preferred is not being not okay. being cut yeah, off that makes sense from where i just was that 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 also diminishes like the replay value for me like it's way harder for me to if i wanted to 100 percent this it's way harder for me to like because I'm gonna have to play through the entire story in order again. Yeah, you'll 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 walk through a door and then you'll be like, "Fuck, I didn't know that door was like cutting me off to the next section." And then you gotta start over. Speaking just just real quick, this popped in my head. I do have to say the puzzles in this game were done. The puzzles a lot are much better because in the first, the first one, one, it's just the dumpsters and I'm, moving the raft for Ellie. Yeah. And then whenever you tried to get into like a secret room, it was always, you just had to have a shiv Mm -hmm. on you. But in this one, there's like, you can like break windows and throw a rope and like crawl around. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool. I did did think the puzzles were done a lot better. What did you think of the safes? Uh, It's fine. I don't really have any, anything. I I liked it. Like pro or con for that. I did see one uh, review where some guy didn't really like the safes that it was just a time waster, but I, I think it was cool. I think it's cool to like explore around and it, it actually I gives mean, me a reason to read the notes that you pick up. Yeah. Oh, I, speaking of which, I read every single note. Like, I love that shit. Like, literally the best part of the, the, I, the world building in this game is done well. I think really well. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. I read, like, I'm, I'm just that type of person. Like, when I played through Resident Evil 2 and stuff like that, I, like, whenever I get a note, I'm the type of person to, like, pick it up and read, and read it, it. uh huh yeah um so i really did enjoy that that was, aspect of it was there cuz i i didn't read all the notes i read some of them was there extra stuff about the whole like seraphite group and what their like what they believed and why they were hanging people like their whole death cult thing that's what i wanted to learn more about in the abby storyline that i never really that was never really answered for me was I think like the backstory behind the scars. It was more just like perspectives from like the wolves and the seraphites. Not too much about because the whole point of the story is like, oh, there's these three different groups and they're all so different, but also they're all they're the, the same. same. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I could be wrong. Maybe they did go into that and I missed like some notes or something on that, but I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So the next part in the story is Dina and Ellie get to the theater and yeah, they kind of make camp there and, and then they find out she's, pr- Ellie they find finds out, out she's Dina's pregnant. pregnant 
and then you get to play the guitar a little bit. What did you think about the guitar playing scene? That was that was really cool. They I do like got, the guitar. Like, they actually got the like actual like finger positions for the chords too correct. Which oh, I, that's cool. It's one of those things where it's like that's really neat, and like they didn't need to do that, and I'm glad they did. It, it's the the little details that impress me in these games, like the the fact that you can break every every single thing of glass. Mm-hmm. It's so cool to me. All the little yeah. details are awesome. Well, that's that's where I come back to like what what I originally said, where it's like the devs who actually worked on the game and incredibly impressive work. But Neil Druckmann's story is just bleh. Mm-hmm. You can't save a bad story. Mm-mm. No matter how much polish goes into it, you can't save a bad I, story. Yeah, I, I would legitimately say like. I know a lot of people would disagree with me, but like I would legitimately say like the gameplay and like yeah, everything aside from the story is like revolutionary. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought it was like like going through it. Like there are some times where I was just walking through and I'm like, holy shit, this is like like I'm just blown away about like at what I'm looking at and what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. With the uh the guitar stuff, I did see a video on YouTube of Mark Hoppus playing Damn It on the guitar <laughs> in Last of Us. That's awesome. <laughs> So before, so yeah, they get to the theater. Ellie tries to play Future Days, but can't, like, doesn't have the strength to play through it. I think that's really good character building. I think that's just really good to show how, um, how affected she is by Joel's death, which again, mm-hmm. they backtrack on by trying to get you on the side of Abby. Um, yeah. But after that, you go through a flashback through the, the museum. Yeah, through the museum, oh, which that part is so good. That part is by easily the best part in the entire game. Yeah, um, easily. I I don't even think we have to really talk about that part. I feel like that's pretty like anybody who's played through it is like, yeah, yeah, that part was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. But then again, like if there was some zombies that you could take out, like a bit more action. It's all character development in that. Or I mean, not. I didn't really mind character. it. I didn't yeah. mind it too much that like that there wasn't enemies. I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed that part. And again, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, like... This is what... Ah, that's what I wanted was the Ellie yeah. and Joel relationship. Mm-hmm. 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 And then you go out because you think, like, you you hear on a fucking radio you fix that there's some shit going down and you think it's Tommy. And then you go out and it turns out it's Jesse. Yay. I thought that that part of the game was really hard. Like, right when you get the bow... And all the people are in the the neighborhood. Yeah. That was another thing that I didn't really like was I felt the end of like each act, they kind of were just like, oh, we don't know how to end it. Let's do a chase scene. Like almost, mm-hmm. I felt like almost every, uh, almost every act ended with a chase. Like when you're Abby and then Joel saves you and then going out of the TV studio and then, um, running out of the neighborhood with jesse yeah yeah i, I, didn't, like I didn't even think about that yeah that's true there's a lot of chase scenes in this yeah it's a lot i felt like they were just like mm, how do we end this uh chase scene okay cool i will have to say i know you like abby's abby's campaign i like ellie's story way more except for the ending which i think is just stupid i like ellie's story like way more i think at i hate abby's like whole incorporation into this but her campaign is so much more fun 
Like, yeah, her, <laughs> her campaign, campaign is, is so, so cool. Like, there's it, so much cooler set pieces that you have to like run through that mm-hmm. that you just like don't the, see the as burning early. village. And yeah, or the sniper. So cool. the sniper. The sniper fight was sick. But yeah, the sniper fight is so cool. Ugh. But sniper, then after we, the <laughs> sniper fights will never be beat by the end, though. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh yeah, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Three. I forgot about that. Did you ever do the thing where you waited, like you set the time past <laughs> no, it? No, I've never done that. I I, I want to try doing that. I forgot about that fight. That is a great fight. Because <laughs> isn't it if you if you do that, it takes away something like later in the game. Oh no no, you can like snipe him earlier in the game, and then it's just like you have to take out some random grunts. During oh that yeah, fight. you're right. Yeah, because he's in a wheelchair. Like mm-hmm. while you're looking at like looking at people on a dock. Yeah. All right. Sorry. We're <laughs> getting distracted by Metal Gear. That could go on for a while. Yeah. Um, so you see Jesse and just it's there's just nothing important to talk about. Jesse is such a useless character. <laughs> yep. Jesse is a useless character. And then you get another flashback. Yay. Which flashback is this? Is this it is, the one this where is the one they're where looking you... for the strings? Yeah. And you fight the bloater. There, yeah, and again, this is like another like my favorite parts in the game. Ironically, even though I hate how much it hurt the pacing of the story, where the flashbacks, flashbacks with Joel. Yeah, because at the ends when the bloater is about to kill you and Joel goes ham on it, you can like literally tell that he was like panicking, like seriously, like frightened that he was about to lose Ellie, mm-hmm. and like it was just like just the way they act and uh, do they. Uh, I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why I did it different. But yeah, that part was good. Mm-hmm. After the flashback, you go to the hospital. Yeah, when uh Ellie jumps, like she grabs Nora and then like jumps into the spores. That part is so cool. That yeah. part was so cool. I thought, and then and the way she, she kills Nora, psycho. Yeah, she's a psychopath. That's good. <laughs> like that. That's really good. Like it makes you uncomfortable, and it like puts you like it's uncomfortable. They they make you hit her, making like connecting you more to the story which is really smart so like they made you feel like you were doing the action Mm -hmm. so as like uncomfortable as ellie is doing it but like she has to because like you know it's for joel Mm -hmm. which again like she doesn't kill abby at the end so she does all these fucking atrocious things that's so against her being and loses all her friends for fucking nothing (laughs) yeah (laughs) Which makes no sense because she... Uh, all right, we'll get there. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after that, Ellie goes to the aquarium, kills the pregnant girl. Oh, wait. I want to talk about that one scene um, before that. I don't know if it's Seattle day two or day three, but when the first part with the stalkers, ooh, the stalkers are scary. I did like the stalkers. Ooh, I, I love the parts of the stalker. Those are the hardest parts. I also... The the difficulty of the game I thought was pretty easy. I think I made, might have died maybe ten times. Like it, I thought I, it was a pretty easy game. I think maybe I that's because it, I played the first game back to back. But I yeah. was like, I thought it was pretty easy. I think I played it on hard. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember too much about how I felt about the difficulty though. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely too sure. But yeah, that was the only part that I felt like scared because of the horror parts was the the stalker mm-hmm. part. So one of the things that I liked about this game was the encounters are like pretty fun. They 
like when when you end an encounter you're almost out of ammo you're barely you barely have any health if Mm -hmm. if you like go guns blazing and you don't stealth it like i thought all of the encounters were pretty cool like i I love the gameplay no i'm i'm in total agreement with you that was like the the gameplay is so awesome are we talking wait i'm thinking is it the stalker is the one who like pop out of the wall or who's the ones who, are you talking about the ones the new zombies what are the new zombies called the shamblers shamblers that's right the, yeah the stalkers are like the silent ones that you can't see yeah yeah when you go into the listening mode mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay i just i just had to clarify that for myself before she gets to the the aquarium and kills owen and mel uh there's the bloater fight in the arcade and i feel like at this point in the franchise what this is the third or fourth bloater boss fight like let's change it up a little bit they i know they change it up later as abby but Mm -hmm. i'm tired of the the bloater boss fights like two molotovs and they're down like i was i was just about to say easy you you just you just throw a molotov shoot them twice with your shotgun and throw another molotov and they're fucking donezo (laughs) yeah I, I'm I'm getting tired of the bloater uh, boss fights. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, that's also when because you go to the aquarium, but you go through you go that way by like riding a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right before all that, you're actually with Jesse, and then like they're like, I don't even remember what they really argue about. Like she, Jesse wanted to go see if Tommy was somewhere or some shit oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, Jesse was trying to go save Tommy, but Ellie was more concerned about killing Abby. Yeah, which it was just like I don't fucking care. Let's just if you guys. Yeah, I was like, go, just let me go kill Abby. And I <laughs> thought the game was gonna be over at that point because what you're already like 13 hours into the game, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is gonna be the final fight with Abby. I wanted to kill Abby so bad throughout because I I literally took it as like <laughs> obviously not as personal as Ellie, but like the story that they built up with the first one and like how they, I, the angle that they were with, with this is like. Like, they did a really good job of making you hate Abby. Like, they did a very, very good job of being like, fuck Abby. She literally killed Joel. And, like, yes, I I, I think Joel should have died. He obviously has done stupid mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I, 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 I can see why she killed Joel. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of. Because it's also like, I don't know, man. There was never, there, there was never like, oh... I could have been eaten alive if this guy didn't save me. Maybe I could just shoot him in the head. No, I'm going to brutally beat him down with a golf club. That is a good point. <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, it's the yeesh. But yeah, they go to the aquarium. Ellie kills the pregnant bitch. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then she gets all sad. And then she drops her map, which what a fucking awful plot convenience that, that, is I, that. Yeah, that is the one thing that I'm like, uh eh. That is a stupid thing to just drop your map. How, like, how? I mean, she did freak out. And it's out. funny, when Abby looks at the map, too, it's, like, literally, like, 14 arrows, like, pointing to a circle of where they're at. And you're like, wow, you couldn't even, like, made it, like, a code <laughs> at the very least. Like, it's like, we are here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So then you switch to Abby, and she's got a 205 bench. And she got... <laughs> Yeah, and then and then you work out for like four hours in the game. Um, <laughs> I like the part when you get to play fetch with the dog. I like the part when you have you run out of creatine and you have to go to <laughs> uh, the local store to try to find some. 
<laughs> or the part that she takes too much creatine and then there's not enough water <laughs> to compensate for and that and then she has kidney failure and then and then she does find water and then it bounces out and then she starts ripping zombies in half <laughs> yeah with her bare hand she starts mortal combat fatalitying them yeah and everybody's like jesus abby can you calm down where's joel where's joel <laughs> when wait wait so you go when is do we it starts off with her the flashback with her with her dad right yes i think that's yeah. the very first part as abby and, the, and, and then, then you go through her base yeah okay yeah yeah okay cool that part was dumb mm-hmm. again it was just all the things where it's like oh wow well, it's like so on the nose her dad that, is like, the super ch- cool chill guy like her, her dad just is like the, joel he's, wow he saves zebras <laughs> i hate that that's such that's such a lazy writing it's like Oh, I'm supposed to care about this character. I literally went halfway across the world. You're trying to compare this character to Joel and create that same relationship so we feel the same way. In like except, a ten, like seven yeah, minute a, scene. Yeah, in a seven minute scene. And the way you try to do that is to be like, oh, this guy saves animals because everybody loves animals. <laughs> it's like, bro. <laughs> so cliche. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so Abby's just a shitty rip off Ellie. But I think Abby's pretty cool. <laughs> I think she's cool. And then, because you get the one scene where the. Oh, my PlayStation just made a sound. So you get the. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> you get the scene where she gets, like, hung up by the scars. And then she gets saved by the two kids, Lev and Yara. Yeah. Yeah. And then that that part I think is really fun too, where one of them is holding the torch and all you have is your bare hands you just have to punch the zombies away that part is sweet <laughs> well yeah dude, dude like i said fucking abby's campaign is easily the coolest part like she has so many cool things where it's like yeah it's, it's pretty fun oh and then when yara's arm gets smashed by the hammer ooh, that was that was tough to watch i i i completely we, we 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 completely skipped over the part i just realized after the whole aquarium scene Ella, or abby goes to the theater and that's when oh uh, yeah abby she shoots yeah. jesse in the face yeah which again it's like i who gives a yeah, shit I was like, like ah, literally, whatever I, that death didn't yeah. affect me <laughs> Jesse has like what is Jesse's character he he got Dina pregnant and he doesn't <laughs> let down his friends all right cool <laughs> let's shoot him in the face yeah let's just fight it's supposed to be one of those like oh shit moments it was like it was almost laughable when it happened <laughs> I was like, I was oh like, shit Jesse's dead I guess I was like, Jesse bro you cut you should have like looked maybe I don't know you kind of rushed out there a bit too quick man <laughs> oh Abby uh the scar kids save Abby and then she goes to the aquarium and finds Owen. Maybe we skipped over one of the Abby flashbacks where her and Owen first find the aquarium when they're dating. But that dude, there's nothing that that could have been taken out. Talk, talk about. All right. So I was already uncomfortable with uh, with Ellie's sex scene. Oh, which again, yeah. how, how many how many times do they have to pair it? Like literally Abby's is just a reskinned campaign of Ellie's, mm-hmm. which is just so annoying. But then she has her own sex scene. And that one, that one, that one was weird. very uncomfortable. Well, yeah. <laughs> at, at least the Ellie one is like tasteful. Like they don't really show anything, but like. You see her like boob pecs. <laughs> you, you get to see her pecs. 
you're like, I don't know, should I be into this or should I, uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, yeah. Well, because they, they hook up in the present day, right? So, technically, Owen yeah. is cheating on Mel, which is the girl he got pregnant. And it's the same thing with, like, Abby and Abby's, Dina. Uh, yeah, Abby, yeah, yeah. Like, like every single one of Abby's characters are so one-dimensional and forgettable. Just like all of Ellie's supporting cast, like, like literally, Owen is such a boring character. Yeah, like, I, didn't I did not care about, care about Owen, at, Owen all. at all. I like literally the, the only dude I liked was the fucking Mexican guy who gets shot in the face by the sniper. <laughs> yeah, which again, it's like it's just oh wow, it's just like Jesse. It's like oh my god, dude. <laughs> well, I, I I would before. The cool thing, like the reason why it annoys me, because I think I, I, I obviously don't know. I don't know Neil Druckmann. Like, I don't know what his thought process was. But like in the first game, the only time where like they use like this paralleling like thing within the story is at the beginning of the game, where Joel is holding his daughter and she dies in his arms. Mm. And then and at then the at end, the end of the game, he's holding Ellie. Ellie. Yeah, and it's just like it's just like, and it's the and it's the opposite. It's like the acceptance of like him, like wanting to be that father figure again. And and it, and it's so and it's done like so, and it's not just like put. It's just it's done once, mm-hmm. and it's done really effectively at two critical points in the in the in the story where like literally the most emotional part is that part and that part, and they both show like his acceptance to being a father, like I've said, and stuff like that. But in this one, it's like, oh, wow, it's just like Abby, or oh, wow, it's just like Ellie again. Like, yeah. at a certain point, you could start, like, guessing what was going to happen. Yeah, and I-, I think that also just goes back to the structure of how much better the first game was. Like, how that game is structured around the seasons is so good, so good. Mm-hmm. Instead of... The winter season... I think is yeah. I'm, I remember. I still think the winter season in the first one is like holy shit, dude. Where you like, find out those people are cannibals. Yeah, that's creepy. That part is crazy. Yeah, that is that is nuts. One as cool as Abby's story is, a part that I was disappointed with was because I thought that I was gonna get to go through the whole thing and be like, like look at how ellie has like taken out these people like at first when you come back on that first patrol as abby and you see all the dead bodies i'm like holy shit are these the dead bodies that ellie has been racking up like going through and then they're like oh it's just like their war with the scars like i wanted to see Mm -hmm. abby react to all the stuff ellie was doing you know like i i wish that there would have been more intersection with their two like, stories like more cause and effect yeah like it would have been that would have been that would have been way cooler I as agree. cool as abby's story is with the scars and stuff like i would have rather seen how ellie's um decisions were like affecting abby that would have honestly made you more like down to be with abby's character to see how ellie killing her friends has really affected her throughout the course of her story instead of her finding it out all at once yeah, I can see. I don't know. I just find that such a like odd choice to make like the second half of your campaign play is the villain. It is. It is uh, just a weird um, narrative risk that didn't yeah, it's really like, it's work. Like, it's like the only way it's going to like the way you're trying to make it pay off is that we feel. Uh, well, yeah, that we feel for Abby's character. But then 
you're also taking away the emotional impact of Joel dying, which is the most important character besides Ellie in the whole series, and totally like just like making the importance of Ellie's story seem so much more like so much less. Yeah. So then Abby decides because what Abby is trying to go back to the the camp after her thing with Owen and then she runs back into the kids and Yara's arm is so messed up from being shattered with the the hammer and so she brings her back to the aquarium and Mel's there and they're like you got to get these supplies from the hospital and you go on the the sky bridges between the 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 buildings that mm. that part was sweet where and then <laughs> I felt like they were trying to beat me over the head with Abby being scared of heights. Like I was like, okay, kind of get it by now that she's scared of heights. Like that was one of the yeah. first things we learn about her character before she even kills Joel. Yeah. Well, at least at least that was had like purpose. I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of things just kind of like are there to yeah. Like yeah, at least that... at least that like at least it helped. Like again, like it was trying the like I guess she was kind of like joel in a way too with her relationship with um the kids yeah what's what's his face whatever the hell also like i hate like i i know this it's it's a, it's a this whole video game is like a touchy subject mm-hmm. and like you know i'm fine i genuinely am fine that ellie's lesbian i don't really care too much that abby's super bulked up um i don't really think it's that realistic but you know whatever it's a video game but then also that that kid is transgender and then that's why he got out it's like guys like you can't you can't put in every single like pc thing in this game like it's fine to make a statement but like i I, it just is like over like it's it feels less of like an actual like part of the story and more of like them poli- trying to pander yeah exactly yeah that uh that part doesn't really bug me too much because like it it makes sense like that there's like this super strict cult and that they that's probably something that they like they would definitely kill somebody that's trans so i feel like it, it makes sense not, but i, I get what you're it, saying yeah it makes sense i don't know it's it just, just like, i i agree it does feel like pandering a little bit that yeah. they're just trying to i feel what it didn't feel like they were like oh it felt like they're like, how can we get this aspect into the story as opposed to it just like developing naturally, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. I I get it. I get that point. Yeah. So, yeah, then you get to the hospital and you fight like the super old zombie, like the oldest zombie. That was cool. <laughs> that part is sweet. That was like a Resident Evil type villain, or, like yeah. a type monster. Yeah, he was gross. He was icky. It was so gross. They were all like stuck together. Again, yeah, then... yeah, you get these like badass set pieces with Abby. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, the... Actually, the, the California, I, I do think the, when you're in California as Ellie, I think that's my favorite part in the game. So I will give that part to Ellie. <laughs> but, and then like the mini boss that you fight right after it, that's like the fast bloater. That part is really hard too. That mm-hmm. was the boss fight that I was like, this is a new and different boss fight other than just like the random bloater that part was super fun to me yeah and then you 
bring back the stuff for Yara. They amputate her arm. And then Lev goes back to their village and they have to go get him back. But at the same point, Abby's entire crew is going to invade their the, the Scar Island and kill all of them. So you have to like navigate through this war that's going on what to is, get Lev back. Sorry, I always forget. It's Yara and what's what's the kid's Lev. name? Lev. Lev, okay. I, Which, okay. I, I like them. I, I genuinely like, out of all the characters in the game, I will say like I, I've already talked shit. I literally think they're all the supporting characters are ass, but I actually won't say that about those two. I actually think those mm-hmm. two were, were good. Were good characters. I also think they're good, but they totally waste Yara when it's like you spend the entire day before getting her the supplies to amputate her <laughs> arm. And this girl that just got her arm amputated, you uh, like it makes sense that they like need her to like navigate this island, but she just gets killed anyway. Like, yeah, yeah of course she's going to get killed. She just got her arm amputated. <laughs> True. True. What was the point of bringing her? Yeah. Can, <laughs> you know what my favorite part of the game was? Hmm. When Lev got sucker punched into the garage. Oh. That was so funny. <laughs> that was legitimately so funny. <laughs> I feel well, it's like demented for me to say, but it just it was just so like out of the blue. Like he just gets sucker punched into the garage. I thought, you, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I thought it was funny. And then, uh. And then you fight that one hammer, the guy with the hammer, and you like slice up his face. Oh, yeah. That part is graphic. <laughs> you like cut the side of his cheek off. Oh, yeah. You fight him for like fucking like, he, yeah, he like, you keep thinking he's gonna, yeah, I forgot about that part. That was cool. He just keeps going and going. That part is really cool. And then, uh, and yeah, and then A- Abby finds out that Owen and Mel got killed by uh, Ellie. Yeah. And then she finds the map with all the arrows pointing to where Ellie is. Which is just comical. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, that's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel, I feel like we actually kind of talked a lot about... I think we've pretty much gone through everything. Maybe not in order. I'm trying to think. Yeah, we got to talk about the end. She leaves with... She gets... Oh, she, she, she hears about the fireflies and goes with well i, I thought that the, that the game was going to be over i thought the game was going to be over right there when like she decides well she she kills jesse and then like what tommy tommy's eye gets fucked up and his leg because later when they're on the farm oh that's right that oh god he's, like, that, limping i forgot and about that part jesus and then, that part's so yeah. forgettable well, so I thought I thought that the the story was just going to be over right there, like Ellie and Dina on this farm with Jesse's baby. I was like, all right, like that was like an unsatisfying ending, but I guess. And then it just keeps going and going, and like well, it, it it reminded me of the last Lord of the Rings movie, you know, where there's just like no, like you think it's yeah. going to end and it fades out, and then it just fades into a new scene. And I was like, by that point, I was like. 30 plus hours into playing the Last game is of Us, long and I was like, the game is way too long it's so long and I was like oh my god I just want this game to be over because I, I, I was just grinding on this game like at the, at this point I had stayed up like I'd played it all throughout the entire day it was like 6 a.m 
And I was like, this has got to be the end. This has got to be the end right here. <laughs> but and it's then, not. <laughs> and then you like start playing as Abby in Santa Barbara. And I had to look it up. I'm like, holy shit, I've got two hours left. Mm-hmm. I got to go to bed. <laughs> it's like I stayed up till 6 a.m. I thought I was going to end it right here. Damn. Yeah, that's I crazy. I was pissed. <laughs> that is crazy. The, and the funny, the funny thing about that whole part too, like her on the farm, which is... I, I generally feel like if someone like there should have been like some script supervisor who looked at Neil Druckmann's draft and was like, dude, like what this is fucking all over the place. Cause like the whole point <laughs> yeah. the whole point of that whole section like that whole segment was to be like, oh, Ellie is so driven by revenge that uh she will like just leave all this behind. But then you're like I remember after like after that part, I was just sitting there and I'm like why couldn't they have done that at the very beginning instead of they could have just had Jesse not have anything to do with Dina and then she could have had that same like realization as opposed to mm-hmm. like this fucking useless 30 minute them just hanging out on a farm us watching like the most forced really all right you you have to admit their relationship did not seem legit at all no it no no so their relationship forced. is really bad yeah like it was it was like there was just it didn't make any sense. It really didn't. So I just thought of this. I think that a better way to do this franchise would have been like the first game is like perfect. And then this game should have been like obviously more about the relationship between Ellie and Joel and like Ellie finding out about uh, Joel saving her because there's so much you can do with that. So mm-hmm. much like the first game ends on such a note where like you have no idea how they're going to react or like how their relationship is going to play out after that like she knows he's lying about um her being like there's multiple infect or multiple immune people and like there's so much you can do and that that's what i feel like this game should have been about was and that's what everybody wanted mm-hmm. was this uh the focus on joel and ellie's relationship like i i don't know what the overall plot could have been but like that's what should have been and then joel should have died at the end of the second game and then maybe the third game could have picked up right here like maybe you you uh, um you start forging the relationship between dina and ellie and you include all the stuff about her getting pregnant with jesse and stuff and then then you start out the third game with her on this farm and then like that would have been a great starting point also yeah that's you make a good point there because like imagine if like this whole game was the same except for Joel didn't die and the entire time you're like slowly um excuse me you're slowly like becoming more accustomed to Abby and like growing to like her and then at the end Abby kills Joel and you're like whoa like and then yeah and then the third game then you like have to track down Ellie but then you're also used to playing as Abby so you get all all the Abby stuff too oh, can I I, I completely I completely forgot to talk about this part. You know the part in the theater when you have to fight Ellie as Abby? Mm-hmm. I was literally sick. Oh, yeah, sick. We, we missed that part. I was literally sick to my stomach the entire time playing that. I was literally like, please, for the love of God, don't make me kill Ellie. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I thought that part was so fun. I thought that part was awesome. Because Ellie is a hard, hard fight. Also, isn't it kind of weird that like, so Joel saves Abby 
Abby still kills just for killing her father when she was young, which has been like, it's been like however many years, a long ass time. And then she brutally beats the shit out of... Um, Oh, and then Ellie kills all of her friends and, and then, she doesn't kill Ellie. Yeah, and then and then she yeah, <laughs> she kills all of her friends, her love, like literally every single person that has ever mattered to Abby, and then she just le- lets her go. It also doesn't make sense because now Abby is completely alienated from her entire settlement. She has nowhere to go. Yeah, like, exactly. She has nothing left to lose. Why would she leave Abby? Uh, why would she leave Ellie alive? Yeah. Oh, dude, I wanted this game. The story just hurts. It, it Just talking about it makes me feel so sad. <laughs> and then, so yeah, there's that boss fight with Ellie. And when the the entire beginning of the game, when I when you was when I was playing as Ellie, I never used the the trip mines at all. Like that was something I never used. Yeah, those and those then, are essential. And then when I did the boss fight against Abby. Or at the boss fight as Abby against Ellie and Ellie's putting down the trip mines. I was like, oh, wait, I totally forgot that I had those. And then I started using them in the last part as Ellie. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess now we talk about. Oh, yeah. Tommy's fucked up. We don't know what yeah. the hell tell happened to Tommy. What a sad ending to a character. Like he's never like, like I said, he was never big, but like. Like, they literally just fucked on everybody in this game. Yeah. Um, they kind of ruin all the characters. Yeah, Tommy's Tommy's life is in shambles. Um, base, like, everybody's... <laughs> most everybody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie goes yeah. to California after leaving their farm with Dina. That was another, another part, too, where you read her journal from how she got from the farm to Santa Barbara. And you're like, Everything that happened between this sounds so cool. I wish I could have seen it. Yeah. Also, how the hell did you get to California? That seems kind of hard. <laughs> and like a post mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's not like, I mean, I guess you could use a map or fucking whatever, but I still feel like that'd be hard traveling. Yeah. Like, navigating. Yeah. We're, we're too reliant on our Apple maps and, and stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the story, the moral of the story should have been like, we shouldn't rely on technology, actually. <laughs> instead of a revenge plot. Yeah, instead of violence is bad. Um, I liked going through that little, like, the slave, like, the there's the people that enslave the other people. Yeah. I liked going through that camp because you can release the zombies. Yeah. Like you can release the clickers and then they go take out all the people for you. I find it <laughs> weird that they only did it in that like in that one level cuz it was like one of those things where it was like that's a cool idea. <laughs> like, mhm. I really yeah. like that. And then it's like, like I w- Uh-huh. My 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 plan I would always just like release the clicker and then throw a brick right in front of them and then they would go check it out and then people would start opening fire on them and then they would just take out everybody. Yep. Yeah, that's what I did too. And that was fun. Like I wish that was seen more in the game. I guess it makes sense yeah, kind of because it's like maybe like that is it's a different tribe or whatever. They're doing mm-hmm. their own fucking things. I don't know. But it was it was a cool little idea that I we did not see enough of for sure. Oh and then uh but with with that whole other tribe like we spent the entire game learning about how like oh everybody everybody's the same you know everybody has their own thing going on 
But then you just go and massacre this entire settlement. I mean, they are enslaving people, but still, it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then, and then, then there's the final fight with, oh, you get the silenced SMG, which is pretty fun. But I also didn't really use it. Yeah, you also don't get that much. I mean, you get you get to use it in New Game Plus, though. Actually, oh, oh, I might replay this on New Game Plus and try and hundred percent it. I, I, I went like, I got to a little bit, like maybe like two or three missions into Abby's campaign on New Game Plus. Couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish the game. <laughs> I couldn't. But yeah, I guess I guess we'll talk about the ending. Mm-hmm. You find Abby. She's all skinny and shit, which actually was kind of cool. It showed like how like awful the environment. Like that was that was good like visual storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, showing how awful the environment she was in, and then you begin your fight with her, which I am a sucker for like ending fights like this. Like like this. Uh, you haven't played Death Stranding. They do one in Death Stranding that's really cool. Well, uh, yeah, or just like a an end fist fight yeah. reminded me a lot like, of uh, Ocelot uh, MGS4, yeah. yeah, and Snake Old on, on Snake. top of the tanker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got to do something Metal Gear Solid soon. I know, <laughs> I know, we do. But yeah, I thought that it was brutal. Like that whole fight was brutal. You're like, oh like, yeah, biting your tongue, watching everything. And she bites off Ellie's fingers, and right as you're about to kill Abby, she has a flashback of Joel. And decides not to kill her, which makes no sense and literally like makes the entirety of the game just not mean anything. <laughs> it does ruin the entire game. Like, like she lost, she had like the perfect life with Dina. Well, not, I don't know. Well, she had like an, an ideal life with Dina and like the baby on this farm. And she didn't even do what she set out to do. She literally lost her fingers and her she family. Can't, for she lost nothing. her fingers, and she can't even play this song that was like her last. Like Joel taught memory her, of Joel, Joel. Joel taught her how to play guitar, and that song was like one of yeah, exactly like one of her last like clinging memories, like to keep him alive. And now she can't even play guitar. And then like, it's also funny because it's like she thinks of Joel and then decides not to kill her. And then you're like, wait, but the whole like point of the end of like the first game is that like you realize how selfish joel was like he literally sacrificed humanity for his own selfish need because he loved her so much and wanted to be a father and all that and then also like like in the winter scene like all right if 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 this was a different story and ellie died joel would have fucking like skinned whoever killed ellie alive yeah uh-huh. And it's like it just doesn't make any sense. How like Joel is not the type of he wasn't like Buddha. Like I don't I don't care why <laughs> thinking of like and you yeah, like like we like I've already said, she lost all her friends. Uh she lost the love of her life. She lost her fingers. She did all these atrocious acts like beating down that woman that was just like scarring. She basically has PTSD from everything that this woman did to her and everything that she did because of it, and she doesn't kill her. And then the game just ends. So I I think it 
it works kind of like with how they were setting it up because like with the flashbacks with Joel and stuff, it's Ellie is like learning to deal with how Joel, like learning to deal with how like Joel's decision with the last game. And it it's all about like that flashback that she has with Joel is her starting on her like path to forgive Joel. So it's just about when she decides not to kill Abby, it's like her remembering about, I don't know, learning about forgiveness. So uh, it's weak. It's weak. It's, it's a really weak comparison to make. And I think that's what they are going for. I, I think you're right. I never thought about it like that. And I do completely agree. Like that actually does make a lot more sense, but it is it's weak. weak. It's weak. It's bad storytelling. He should, mm-hmm. she should, she should have killed. Literally, I personally think, like, you already know my, my issues with the game. I think I would have liked this game a whole hell of a lot more. I still wouldn't have liked it anywhere close to how I liked the first game, but I would have liked it a whole hell of a lot more if she just killed Abby. Really? Yep. I could see it. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel, at least. Uh yeah, so I don't have as much of a because t- obviously you're wi- like you're you have a much like closer relationship with the first game, so you're like Joel's death. Obviously, uh, uh, yeah, it's just like Joel's death didn't really affect me that much, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, I, I, I'm not really like that tied to the character of Joel. I don't love the first game as much as you do, so yeah. I never like really hated Abby. I was like, oh well, it makes sense. But yeah. when you really think about it, it it doesn't. <laughs> no, the story is story is just not like like I've said. I think everything about this game is phenomenal, but the story just and that's that's why like every, like you, everybody likes the first game too. Like nobody nobody like this game could have had like fucking the gameplay could have been like two squares with little pixel guns shooting at each other. But if the story was good, people would have been happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. I guess, I guess there's the E3 cutscene a bit extended at the end, which, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which uh, th- I feel th- should have been about, at the beginning of the game. Yeah. All right. Also, Oh dude, it just, it just makes you feel so bad. Like literally the last thing you see of the game. I don't know. I don't know. It might be Ellie walking away, but like, one of the last things you see is literally Ellie Ellie making Joel cry. Oh, that part was so sad. And then you're that, like, that really? That part was really, really sad. Really? That's what you're going to do to me right as you end the game? You're going to make <laughs> me watch like, oh my God. That part was that part was tough to watch. I will admit that I did get a bit choked up during that part. That yeah. part was sad. And it's funny too, because like, like I've been saying... The only good parts in this game is when Joel and Ellie are together, like for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that was one of those scenes where I was like, that was really well done. And uh, yeah, she makes some. Cr- so, so literally, oh, dude, it just makes you feel so bad. And I get that, like, yeah. that was the, the point. Like, obviously, the story was meant to make you feel uncomfortable, but like, I just still don't think it was done very well. Yeah. Like I said, I think that this is a good. Uh, I, I don't know if they did like a, like why they were trying to rush the story so much. Like, I feel like this is a, 
the ideas that they were going for would have been better as like the third or fourth game in the franchise, not really the second game. Well, one of, one of the things I wrote about in in this script was uh, I personally didn't even want a second game because I thought the no, first game was I, so I good on its own. I don't think that there needed to be a second game either. Yeah, but now that they, with the story they created in this game, I think that they have to do a third game because they can't end it like this. Like, this is just... Ooh, it would be tough yeah. if they ended it like this. Yeah, it's just like, well, now, now you kind of backed yourself into a corner where it's like, you really should, like, do something else with the story because, I don't know. If the third game entirely focuses on Abby and Lev, would you still play it? I'd still play it, yeah. I think I would too. I mean, I'll- I, I I definitely would. I think Abby is a sick character. I think she's badass. <laughs> I can't believe you. I can't believe you, Cameron. <laughs> I think she's sick. I think she's a... I just don't understand her actions. I don't think she's written very well at all. No, it... It is very poor writing. I completely agree with you on that. There's a bunch of stuff in this game that doesn't make sense. But like, I do I do like this game enough. Like I said, I, I do want to go back eventually and do the new game plus and play through the game again mm-hmm. and try and 100% it. I guess I'll just finish off. I, ha- I have some like things that I wrote at the end of the script that would be a good summary of at least uh, what I thought, like final thoughts of the game. I wrote down six points of why I don't like this game. Uh, Number one is that there is an overabundance of flashbacks. Uh, Number two, no good revenge story ends with the main character letting their enemy walk away. Uh, (laughs) Number three, no good... Wait, I would argue that it's not a revenge story. It it's is, a it's it, about forgiveness. So it was it was a revenge story up until Abby came into play. <laughs> True, because right, because the whole re- the whole reason they killed Joel at the beginning was because they knew people loved Joel. Yeah, that's true. Um, so three, no good revenge story tries to make you sympathize with the story's antagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, all characters aside from Joel and Ellie, and I mentioned earlier, kind of Yara and Lev are extremely one-dimensional and forgettable. Uh, number five, half of Ab- half of the story, Abby's story, uh, more specifically, completely turns its back on the other themes that the other half has set up. And then, <laughs> and then my final point is uh, Abby, and it just says Abby. Uh, period. Fuck you, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed that. That was awesome. So what? What, what do you think? I I don't think my mind has changed. You you brought up some good no. points. I think I don't. I, I hate the story. I don't think my mind has changed either. But like, I still like it, and it's it's not like that. I wouldn't go replay it again. Like, I would 100% go replay it. I don't completely hate it, but it, I can definitely recognize the flaws. It's not... Yeah, I, nothing of this... Nothing has... No, nothing in this game is making me not want to go play it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's fair. We're, we're all entitled to our own opinions, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Even when they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the game. Everything aside from the story. 
literally everything about it's fantastic but i think the story and about it's probably the reason why i don't like it so much is because what i wanted most was the story and it just right like um i don't know if you feel the same way about this but like it's tough for me to go play metal gear solid 5 just because the story is so meh See, well, I, well, that's, that's actually maybe the funny. Story is, maybe I, the story's not meh, but it's just like, I know it's not really going anywhere, you know? Like, I, I think it, Metal Gear Solid Five may, maybe has the weakest story. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, because I've gone through and replayed the entire franchise like a couple times. Yeah. And I, I always skip MGS5. I'm like, really? all right, you're, you're big boss. It's like, I don't really need to play this one. You, you know, it's, it's not it's not very integral to the plot, I feel like. You know what's ironic about about hmm. this and that? Um, Metal Gear Solid 5 is actually my favorite Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think it's the... I, I agree. It's like the same thing with you say with this one. I agree that the writing is weak and I really do wish that it had a true ending, but I think Metal Gear Solid the 5 gameplay. is a gameplay. I actually think the story, I, I literally, like my only complaint with the story is actually the way it ended, but I actually thought the story was one of the better ones, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. No, I, I do. I, I think the story is awesome, but just the ending ruins it for wow, me. Wow, just, just like how I feel with this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's what I, I agree. That's funny. I agree with you. <clears throat> Well, uh, I think I think that's that's good. If unless you want to add anything else, no, I'm good as well. Well, to everybody who tuned into this episode, we seriously appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you whenever our next episode comes out. Bye bye.